has that desire. Lord, let your fire fall on me. Come into my heart and my life. Amen. Let's just go to him in prayer. Father, we come to you today, Lord, our joy giver, our strength giver. Lord, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And we come to you tonight, Lord, because we believe. And we believe that you are the here to fulfill your promises among us, Lord, and to reach down and touch our hearts and touch our lives. Lord, we give this time to you, Father, and everything to be said and done, Lord, that it will be done for your glory and for your honor and for your mercy. We just love you and appreciate you, Lord, and thank you for all the things you've done in our lives and how wonderful you are and how mighty you are and how glorious you are. Lord, we ask that the fire of God would just blow through this building, Lord, Blow through every heart, Father. If there be anything that would not be pleasing, Lord, may it burn it out, out all the dross. And Lord, let, it, let your Holy Spirit fill every fiber, we pray. We commit this service to you. We commit everything to be said and done to you, Father, and for your glory and for your honor. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. How many could say it's good to be in the house of the Lord? Amen. 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 Ephesians 6 and verse 10. Amen. Almost can, maybe some could quote this by heart by now, but amen, we're here to dig a little bit more into the word. Amen. I, I believe just every day that you read it, something new comes out. Amen. And um, just strikes your heart. It says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. And put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand therefore. Having your loins girt about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication. For all saints, amen, we'll let you be seated. I'd like to speak to you this evening on stand, therefore. As we have been speaking about our armor and all the things that we have seen of the feet that shod with the preparation, the breastplate of righteousness, the shield of faith, the helmet of salvation, the sword of the spirit and, and prayer and perseverance. Uh, it ha the armor has been given us to us is it's actually a sign of having the Holy Ghost in your life. Uh, it's the working of the Spirit in our lives because without the Spirit, you can't have truth. Without the Spirit, you can't have true righteousness or true peace or true salvation or tr the true Word of God without the Spirit of God. And so by having His Spirit, it surrounds you to be able to fight or it gives you the strength to stand. 
Amen. The day that we live in, we know we're living in a bad day as far as physically speaking and naturally speaking. It is a bad day, but it's also one of the most glorious days to ever live in because we're at the coming of the Lord. But God knew exactly how it'd be in this hour, and he knew exactly what we'd be facing. So he does not send his army out without first equipping his army. And so he knew the temptations that would be here. He knew the enemy that would be here. He knew the demons that would be released into this atmosphere. So he knows exactly the things that we're going through. Thereby, he equipped us to be able to stand. Amen. And, and we're, we've been given this armor not to just shine and polish and, and to look good and to look with the plume and, the, and the, uh, the, the pomp and circumstances, but we've been given this armor to fight with, to stand against the wiles of the devil, to, to come against the things that is, we're going on and going against. So, and we're, we've been called to stand, to hold firm, to not let go of our pr promises and our God-given rights. And you have God-given rights today. They're given by God for you. And, and so we're not to back off of the promises of God and we will have all that he promised. Amen. Remember, whatever's around you or whatever's against you or whatever's before you is never greater than the power that's within you. Amen. No matter what you're facing, it's never greater than the power that's within you. No matter how many devils, how ins ins insurmountable odds it seems that you're against, greater is he that is in you than he that's in the world. And so with this power that's been given, we're able to stand. We're able to be established. We're able to stand against and withstand the enemy that is in this day. Amen. This word is to cause, to make, to, to stand. It's a placing. It's to put you in a position. It's to set you, amen, is not just set up against the wall as a shiny object, but put in a position to hold a position, amen, to put in a place to hold a promise, amen, God-given rights, God-given promises, God-given, amen, with the word of God, and he has placed you in this hour, amen, so this is also your, the Holy Ghost is also, we know, is your adoption, is given to you as an individual, that you have the ability to stand with the God-given rights, with God-given power with God-given authority stand against the enemy that you face amen it's to make you firm it's to fix you and to establish you it's to cause a person or to keep his place hallelujah that's what the spirit has been given to you amen it's been given you to keep intact Amen. It's been given you to uphold. It's been given you to sustain with authority or force of anything you may face. Hallelujah. It's to stand ready. It's to stand prepared. It's to be of a steadfast mind. It's a quality of one who does not hesitate or does not waver. And that's the bride of Christ has been placed in this hour. She doesn't hesitate when it comes to the promises of God. She doesn't waver when it comes to the promises of God, but she will stand. Amen. And we know the Bible is chock full of men who stood against seemingly insurmountable odds. And I use that word seemingly because it is seemingly because greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Amen. We can look at Gehazi who was looking in a city there surrounded by Syrians and seemingly it looked like they was outnumbered. But amen, by the eyes of God, as he came down and anointed his eyes with eyes, he realized it wasn't just the Syrians there, but the angels of God had camped about him. Now, the angels of God being there didn't take the Syrians away. They were still there, but he anointed his eyes to see that greater is he that's in me. It's greater than he that's in the world. 
Amen. So we want to look at some of these who stood. Abraham stood. Amen. The whole armor of God is by faith. It's not one natural thing to it. It's by faith. It's the Holy Ghost surrounding your heart. Everything of the Christian church is a faith act. So we don't look at natural things. We're operating spiritually. Amen. I hope you're operating spiritually tonight. Amen. Let's leave the natural behind for a moment. Let's forget about the job and things to do tomorrow. We're operating spiritually. We don't look at things naturally. We're operating spiritually. And the only thing we can base it is faith is what God said to be the truth. And we look at the unseen. And we call those things that are not as though they are, just like Abraham did. Amen. Could you imagine Abraham been given the promise of having a baby, and here he is 75 years old and his wife of age, and, and he held on, and the Bible said he staggered not at the promises of God. Hallelujah. You say, well, brother, brother Timothy, Abraham made mistakes. He lied. He went and did this. But I can tell you at the, that was under the blood of bulls and goats. But under the blood of the Lamb of God, it said he staggered not at the promises of God, but was strong in the faith. How many Abraham seeds are here tonight that are strong in the faith? Paul said, be strong. Amen. Could you imagine that? See Sarah getting up in the morning and says, God said, Abraham, you're going to have a baby. He said, how you feeling, Sarah? No different. Well, glory to God, we're going to have it anyhow. Get the bed ready. Get this ready. We're going to have it. Amen. Well, glory to God. No. Well, how you doing this morning? Months past. How you doing, Sarah? Not feeling no different. Years past, Sarah, what about it? No different. Ten years past, no different. Twenty-five years past, no different. But in Abraham, instead of getting weaker, he got stronger. Hallelujah. We need to serve notice to the devil. This bride is not getting weaker. It don't matter how many quit, how many turn aside. This bride is getting stronger. It's 2000, year 2000. How do you feel? No different. 2010, how do you feel? No different. 2018, how do you feel? No different. But praise God, we're going to have a body change anyhow. Hallelujah. We're going to have it. Amen. Whatever promise you're asking for tonight, you need to go out there with this trumpeting out of your mouth. I'm going to have it. I'm going to have joy. I'm going to have peace. I'm going to have healing. I'm going to have it all. We're going to have it. But one morning, the womb of Sarah began to swell. Hallelujah. And little Isaac was born because why? Abraham stood on the word of God. He could have counted those things as not, that was not as though they were. See, it wasn't by feelings. It wasn't by sight. You don't have to walk by feelings or by sight. You walk by faith. Amen. When God has pronounced anything whatsoever you ask, when you pray, believe, you receive it and hold on to it. You hold on to that promise until it begins to swell. It begins to grow and it begins to pop out. Amen. You hold on to it. I'm going to have it. Don't you move. Prophet of God said, don't move. You stay right there on that promise. God said so. He said, see, sometimes when we're prayed for, sometimes we go off and say, well, it didn't happen immediately. He said, oh, you just keep your eye on that promise. 
God said so. It settles it. That's all of it. If God said so, he's that God is able to keep the promise or he would have never said it. Abraham called those things were not as though they were for 25 years. He stood on the impossible. Amen. Because he counted God's God's word to be exactly what he said it would be. Moses stood. Long came Moses, a great prophet, to bring the children of Israel out of the wilderness. What happened? Moses, the great prophet of God, bringing them the absolute, the vindicated truth. He had met God, and God proved him to be, that he met. How many people back there and those priests that had the religions, the rituals, the rites, and everything, but Moses stood as a vindication of the interpretation of the word. Hallelujah. Don't forget that. Moses was God's interpretation of his promise. I want to be God's interpretation of his promise. He said he would do it. It was God's interpretation. Amen. Joshua stood. He stood there loyal, the little fellow. He said, I don't care how big they are. I don't care what kind of spears they got. I don't care how high their city's walled or how great it is. Our promise is that we will take the land. That's all that matters. God said so. And we're more than a match for them. Oh, if you have that same faith Joshua have, you're more than a match for your enemy. A lot of them was born natural seed. They said we couldn't do it. There was no need. There's no need of trying. We're outnumbered. We're outclassed. We're out everything. They were looking at what the eye saw, but Joshua was looking at what God said. Can we turn our eyes tonight? Amen. There you stand this morning. There stands the church of the living God. What anything or what, what the, no matter what it, the doctor says or what anyone says, but what, what a unbeliever says, we're more than a match for anything that comes along. Amen. Well, that's some shouting grounds right there. Amen. It don't matter what the devil brings out of hell. We're more than a match. What sickness he brings, we're more than a match. What depression he brings, we're more than a match. We're Abraham's seed and we shall possess. So he, no matter what the enemy is, God gave the promise. He said, Brother Timothy, I've got a lot of problems. No matter what the enemy is, God gave the promise. Quit looking at your enemies and look at the promise. Quit looking at the Syrians that are surround you and look at the angels that are around you. They said the angels encamped themselves around them. They're here tonight. They're here on your behalf tonight. They're walking up and down the aisles. Amen. The Spirit of God is moving. They're here tonight. Amen. So it was theirs. It was their possession. That land was given to them by God. And Joshua didn't care what was on that land. Caleb didn't care what was on that land. He looked at giants. He said, well, my goodness, that's where I'm going to build my house. Right there on that mountain. That's where I'm going. Joshua and Caleb wasn't walking through the promised land like the other ten and all fearful and afraid and worried and stressed out and wondering how it's going to happen and how it's going to be and how we're going to do this. And my Joshua, have you looked at this? Joshua said, I ain't looking at that. Who cares about that? I'm looking for a place to build a house. I'm looking for a place where I can stand upon my promise. So healing is your possession. Salvation is your possession. The Holy Ghost is your possession. If I was a young person, old person, middle-aged person, and I didn't have the Holy Ghost, I'd say, God, it's my God-given right. 
Holy Ghost is your possession. Oh, there's great thousands of preachers and so forth in the land that says it ain't so. But the seed of Abraham knows it's so. Amen. They'll wade right in and possess the gates of the enemy. God said they would. They believed it because it's a promise. How many believers are here tonight? See, the seed of Abraham doesn't look at natural things. They look at what the Lord said. That's a promise. What if Abraham would look to the natural? A woman, 90 years old, him 100, lived with her since she was a little girl. He was a little boy and no seed. He didn't look at those things. He said he counted those things as if they were not as though they were. For he only looked to what God said. I'll bless you, Abraham. And I'll give you a seed. And he believed it. You don't look to the opposition. You look to what God said. All right. Elijah stood. Elijah stood there on Mount Carmel. Nobody with him. But he was God's sign. The rest of the ministers of that wall went away with Ahab and, and his way of modernism, modernism. And they got all kind of modern, you know, modern ways, but not Elijah. Amen. Amen. How Ahab and all of his great gain had brought all the church into idolatry, brought them to a place where there's wishy-washy. They couldn't hold on to the promises no more. There couldn't be true freedom in there. But other than the freedom, if you just do whatever you want to do, that's not true freedom. Amen. That's lawlessness. Amen. But he said, what happened? He said, how Elijah stood there bold with thus saith the Lord. Amen. I want you to understand, you're not standing with your own word tonight. You're not standing with a pastor's word or even a prophet's word. You're standing with thus saith the, the Lord. He wasn't afraid. He stood with boldness. He walked up to Ahab right in the middle of all his frolic and all his carelessness and all his partying. And he said, it won't, the dew won't even fall from heaven until I call for it. And walked out. That was a little bit different church service than Ahab was ready for. But he was a sign to that sinful generation. God had raised them all. They laughed at him. They made fun of him. And here the drought began to come and trouble and hunger and starvation. And he prophesied boldly, standing by himself with thus saith the Lord. And Elijah stayed with the word. He was a real prophet. Other prophets have said, oh, well, it don't make no difference. Job, it don't care no more. It's going to be all right ahead. We'll get rain sooner or later. And that's, don't listen to that old guy. But Elijah stood boldly on the word with thus saith the Lord. And God gave him a little secret one day. He said, hey, Elijah began to think he was the only one, but he wasn't the only one. God said, I got 7,000 down there, Elijah, that are witnesses for me and hadn't bowed their knee to Baal. Amen. They're in their heart. They're my servants. They haven't bowed their knee to bail. They're afraid to do it. But I'm giving you a sign. You are a sign. Stand out there and stand on my word. And I will take care of you and give them the sign. See, God, he said, Brother Adam praise. He said, God, send us something like that. Who will be a sign of God's word? Who will be a sign of God's word? And every promise God promised will be backed up if that, in that person because he is a sign. Amen. Do you realize you're a sign to a dying world? Amen. You're a sign tonight that God still saves. God still sets free. God still moves in the midst of his children. God still, I mean, it's a sign God heals still. 
There's a whole group of people that don't believe God heals no more. How many is a sign of God's healing? Amen. You're a sign, and, and God has placed you here as a sign that he's still the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's placed you here as a sign that he still heals, that he still raises the dead, that he still can take a young person out of the lowest of the lowest and raise them up to be a son of God. You're a sign that God still moves. Hallelujah. Amen. It may seem you're facing insurmountable odds, impossible situations, but remember again, there's more for you than there is against you. There's more surrounding you. The angels of God moving on your behalf day after day after day. Get your eyes off the problems. Shamgar stood in seemingly insurmountable odds. Well, what happened to him? Here he was in the middle of his problem, and all of a sudden the Spirit of God came down on him. It's amazing to me that we're not talking about the Holy Ghost that we have today that would come inside and indwell a believer. We're talking about just an anointing that would come upon his heart. It was such an anointing that would so overcome him that he would jump out with an ox goat and begin to whoop 500 Philistines. Wow, I believe that's more than a drug. More than a little liquor. Amen. Something that come over him. And he began to think about what he had been stolen from year after year after year after year. And he allowed things to happen and allowed things in his home and allowed things to come. And he allowed it and allowed it. But this was another day. And he began to think not about what of his mistakes and his problems. And he's just going to maybe live another year in the problems that he had had from the past years. But he turned away from that. And he began to think, I am a son of Abraham. And God give me this land. And how dare a devil to come and take what God gave me. And he began to get so tore up and so anointed. He danced out of that off of that porch. Jumped off of there and began, come on boys. This is my land. Hallelujah. I trust that's the way you come to the house of God. There's something to begin to stir in your heart. I'm sick and tired of the devil taking me and to say in the next service I'll get something or the next time I'll get it. But this is a moment. I'm grabbing my ox gold and I'm going to my enemy and saying, get off of my land. Get off of my promise. This is my promise. Hallelujah. Next thing you'll know, there'll be 500 dead devils laying around you. Amen. Samson got anointed one time. They had boxed him in a city, and the gates looked too big, and it looked impossible, but the Spirit of God fell upon him, and he grabbed those gates as though they wasn't nothing but a slice of bread, and he put them on his back and walked them up the hills. You'd think that dumb old devil had had enough of that. My goodness, what kind of guy is this? He's a stupid idiot is what the devil is, just to be honest. Good old southern lingo for him. He's stupid. He tries and he tries again and he tries. You'd think he'd have had enough the first time he got a hold of that. Brother Branham, I think, called it a thousand watt or 100 million volt line when he grabbed a hold and he put his finger into Jesus. think he'd had enough. But here he comes back again in this day trying to do it again. And here Samson is caught over in a valley somewhere, and a thousand Philistines surround him. And all of a sudden, the power of God come upon him. 
He looked around. It wasn't nothing but a dry, dry jawbone. But what can God do when you stand on his word? What happened? Samson began this. He looked at all those naysayers, thousands of them, a thousand of them out there and said, well, you come on, you, you give up. You know, we got you surrounded. You might as well give up. It's Wednesday night anyhow. We might as well wait for another time. It's impossible anyway. What do you think? You're, you think you can move? Or what, what do you think? Just give up. And all of a sudden, Samson began to rub back here. There was a vow that was there. And that hair that was been given him for a Nazarite vow, it began to really, oh, the power of God began to move. All of a sudden, strength come to muscles. You know, I know Brother Brown talks about how they paint him to be some big, gigantic man, but he wasn't. He was a little old bitty guy. A little shrimp of a guy. Maybe like Brother Joe. Little old shrimp of a guy. Didn't look like much. But you let the anointing of God hit, it'll warp devils. You let the anointing of God come in. And then, then today, we're not just talking about the anointing that comes. We're talking about the Spirit of God that lives on the inside of a believer. Listen, you ain't got to wait till it comes from heaven. It's already in you. Amen. Begin to stroke that covenant and begin to realize I am a son of God. I am a daughter of God. And I don't have to bow to you. You will not bind me and take me back to your jails and to your thing. You're not going to take me back to where I once was. I'm not going back. I'm a son of God. David stood when everybody else wouldn't stand. Men that seemingly more qualified than him wouldn't stand. Men that were trained soldiers were hiding in their tents, hiding from it. Wonder what am I going to do? How am I going to do this? What's going to happen? Here comes little David walking up in the camp, and he hears this voice. There's this big old giant, and he looks over there, and he's like, who is he? You know, it, 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 Goliath kind of lost his wow factor with David. Right. Yeah. Goliath's been coming out, you know, and making his challenge, and people scattering. And this guy comes out, and David is like, who's that guy? <laughs> Who is that? Well, you ain't heard. What are you crazy? Where you been? Yeah, well, I've been just doing what God told me to do. I've been running. I've been running devils off of my promises. Who's this? Well, that's a Philistine. Oh, just another devil. Right. Well, why, why, why are you allowing him to say those things? Why are you allowing him to, try to challenge the armies of the living God? Why are you allowing him to breathe one more minute? Why are you allowing one more word to fall off his lips? Why are you listening to him? What you mean? What you mean to tell me you've listened to him 40 days? I've had enough in just a few seconds. I've had enough already. Why am I gonna let, let me go find him? Well, David, you're not a trained guy. It don't have to be a trained guy. All it needs is somebody filled with the Holy Ghost that is willing to stand upon their promises and say, I've defeated this. This has been defeated in my life. I've seen God move here. And if God did it for me there, he can do it for me now. And I'm going to stand on his word. Esther stood. She was brought to such a time as this, to where she actually had to come to the moment, said, if you don't stand now, your people's going to die. And she came before the king, and he gave her the scepter. And she began to tell him what Haman was doing, 
what was going on, what was happening in the kingdom. <laughs> Let's see what happened when she stood. Esther chapter 8 and verse 11, it switched. After she stood in her position, it switched. God's only waiting for you to stand. Wherein the king granted the Jews, which were in every city, to gather themselves together and to stand for their life. <laughs> to stand for their life. Some of you need to stand tonight for your life. The devils and the hounds of hell are after you. It's time for you to stand for your life. Not run for your life. Stand for your life. Stand upon a promise and say, I ain't going another inch. I'm not backing up another time because I've come against the promises of God and I'm going to hold them in your face until you let my people go. And to slay and to cause to perish and all the power of the people and the province that would assault them, both little ones and women, and to take the spoil of them for prey. Hallelujah. Come on, who's Esther tonight? That has stood upon their position. Amen. And God is saying, stand for your life. And not just to stand there, but destroy your enemy. Slay him that's against you. Cause him to perish. And all the powers of hell and the principalities and the darkness of the stand therefore. We're having today a spiritual I- Iwo Jima. That's a famous, how many know where Iwo Jima is or the Battle of Iwo Jima. We can get Brother Mike up here, and I'm sure he can give us the whole lesson. He's a, he's a history buff of World War II. Loves it. But Iwo Jima, there's a famous picture that was taken of these men. The flag was falling, and they was pushing it back up into its position. Became very famous. And today we need men. That when you see standards going down, you push it back up. I'm not going there. I'm going back to what God called me to be. We need women that'll push it back in this place. Amen. We're not going to get washed away by every fashion that comes through and everything in the flag starts falling over. If somebody grabs it, nope, it belongs here. Amen. It belongs waving for liberty and true freedom and true glory and true honor. We're not talking about the flag of the United States of America. We're talking about the Word of God in its position, men, that won't let it fall down. They won't allow things. They won't allow convictions to fall to the wayside. They won't allow the Word to fall out of its position and its place in their home, but they'll grab it and take a stand. Say, this is my promise. Daniel stood... It don't take an old person, a young person can make quite a stand. David did. We just talked about him. He was a young man, shepherd boy. But he took a stand against Goliath. Daniel was somewhere around eight, nine years old, they say, when he took a stand and he said, I'm not going to take the king's meat, but I'm going I'm to eat the right things. I'm going to do the right things. Daniel purposed in his heart, no matter what they did to him, he wasn't going to defile himself with the Babylonian sin. We have any Daniels in the house tonight? No matter what they come up with, I'm not defiling myself with Laodicea. Amen. Oh, if we had more gallant men like that that would purpose in your heart, if I'm a Christian, 
I'm going to find out every divine blessing that belongs to me, and I'm going to claim it. Come on, somebody. If the Bible teaches that I can receive the Holy Spirit, I'm going to stay on my knees till God gives me the Holy Spirit. I will not just drift around. Amen. And when Daniel had purposed in his heart, the devil made him prove it, but we find out that it stood good in the face of hungry lions. A man that's ever come to God and really down in his heart finds a settled faith. It'll stand in the mouth good in the mouth of death. It'll stand good in the mouth of sickness. It'll stand good in the mouth of sorrow. It'll stand good for faith is the victory. Three Hebrew children stood. One time, Another story, we're going to bow down to an image. The time came for Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to show their colors, and you'll have that time too. Oh, we can play the Christian part, we can act the Christian part, but sooner or later, you'll come to the moment you've got to show your true colors. God will bring you to that moment. Amen. Their faith, that their faith was in God, so they turned their back to the image. Said our God is able to deliver us from the fiery furnace, but nonetheless, if he don't, we're not bowing down to that image. There's only one true living God. Hallelujah. There time, came a time when they was going to throw them in the fire furnace to burn that religion out of them. See, the devil tries to do all the time, burn you up on something, make you sicker when you was prayed for, make you think you've lost your experience with God. He's lying to you. A time comes when you have to stand on God's word and you might stand alone, but when that time comes, stand there. There's got to be a time when you get your separate your feelings from your faith. Woo. Oh man, that's hard, Brother Timothy. I, sometimes I just don't feel like it. What's your faith say? What's gotten stronger, your feelings or your faith? What's gotten greater, your feelings or your faith? You have to separate yourself between feelings and faith and put feelings aside. Though God slay me, yet I'll trust him. Job put his feelings aside. Hey, man, sometimes you'll come to that moment to where it don't always feel good to be a Christian. You don't always feel happy. You don't always feel just jumping up and doing jumping jacks and having a good time. And them, woo it's good to be a Christian. Sometimes you don't feel that way. But what is your faith saying? Your faith should respond no matter what your feelings say. And say, don't matter what you're feeling, old boy, tonight. We're going to the house of God. I'm going to rejoice in the promises of God. I'm going to hold on like I've always been holding on. I'm not backing up. Been called to withstand. It's also a word that says resist, as we heard the other Sunday, to resist the devil and he'll flee from you. Amen. Sometimes that devil comes with that old mopey down in the mouth spirit and you'll just take it right in. That's not what you're called to do. Resist the devil. The Bible says, God give us men. Who will stand for truth. Regardless of who's sitting close by or who it is. Let the chips fall where they want to fall. And lay the gospel to the hue and line. Call black, black and white, white. Right, right and wrong, wrong. If you're not right, then get right. 
Man, he's pretty good, ain't he? I'm going to have to read that again. Call black, black, white, right, 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 and wrong, wrong. If you're not right, get right. It'll straighten you up. It'll make you look different, act different, live different, be different. The Holy Ghost is good for you. Hallelujah. It'll straighten you out. Woo, that's what we got a lot of problem of is people ain't got the Holy Ghost. We got a confession or a profession of belief and this and that, but we need the Holy Ghost to come on the inside and right will be right and wrong will be wrong. Won't be arguing with it being just the pastor's or the prophet's opinion or this, that, and the other. If right will be right and wrong will be wrong. You'll have the same answer at your right hand. That's nothing but the truth. Because the word responds to the word. Holy Ghost is good for you. <laughs> That's what the matter with down in these countries now and all over the world. He says we've got too many old, cold, formal churches having a form of godliness to deny the power thereof. What we need today is get a little starch out of the church. Oh, oh yeah, amen. Glory to God, the church. What about me? What about you? Don't forget you are the church. Amen. And he said, that goes to the Pentecost too. You know it is because you're afraid. One side sitting here, church of God over here, the assemblies over here, this one over there, afraid of this, afraid of that. When you forget that and get in Christ, Amen. the Holy Ghost can have the right of way. You're going to have to call. You might call me a holy roller. You might as well get started because I'm about to let loose, he said. That's true. God's spirit will do it. Maybe I am a holy roller. If I am, I'm the happiest holy roller you ever seen. If it takes the marking to be a holy roller and believe the word of God, then brand me right there. That's who I am. Because I believe the truth that your sons and daughters shall prophesy. And your handmaid and your maidservants, I'll pour out my spirit, saith the Lord. And that day is here right now. Mary said, the angel Gabriel met me and told me I was going to bring forth a son and call his name Jesus. About that time she spoke that word, it, John began to leap and jump in his mother's room. Brother, the first time the name of Jesus Christ was ever spoken, it brought a dead baby to life. Amen. The Bible said he received the Holy Ghost born in his mother's room. What's the matter with Christians? He said, we become wishy-washy, half jellyfish, get a backbone on you and stand for God and what's right. And today stand for what the Bible says and believe it with all your heart. I like something he says it has got courage. I despise a coward. Don't you? Stand up there. If you got the right stuff behind you, stand for what's right. Be not willing to just live for it, die for it. Be not only willing to live for it, die for it, anything. If it's right, it's right. Other men have died for what's right, so that's the way with the gospel. If I don't think it was right, and I didn't believe him to be the son of God, I'd be against him. I'd be out here saying everything I could against him because I didn't think he was right, but I know he's right. <laughs> and if just part of this is right, and the rest of it is right, and none of it's right, or either it's all right or all wrong, and every word is true, you can hang your soul. On any phrase of the gospel and believe it, for it's ever bit the truth. Don't be afraid. If you're afraid, don't do it. But as long as you know where you're standing, Amen. Yes. 
Stand therefore. Another one here. He says, whether I'm a spoonful of ashes or whether I'm living when he comes, it makes no difference to me. It doesn't matter because I've caught the vision. How many's caught the vision? The veil's been rolled back over my eyes and I see him. How many sees him? I see him standing among us, one that can stand. He put his hand on me, a sinful man. Holy God, he is my perpetuation. He is a word that I stand for. In the beginning was the word. He's that word and he represents me. And I'll scream it as long as I have breath. He is my resurrection in life. All of the grounds are sinking sand. You've got to have a place to stand. You've got to have a place to stand in the, this time we're living in. Question and answers. Brother Branham's asked the question. He said, I have two daughters married to a man in denominations, and they believe this message and have taken a stand for it, but they have received opposition. What shall we do? Now, this question was actually posed by Brother Danny Steeman's um, grandmother about her two daughters, one being Brother Danny's mother, was in this meeting. She posed this question. And what it was, their two husbands were not believers. And uh, Brother, Brother uh, Steeman, he was a wonderful man. Got to know him there for a few years before he passed on. But I, I don't forget the numbers, but it was something like this. He said he'd been in the message 40 years. He said 34, 10 against it. He said it, he would sleep on the pew there in Brother Brandon's meeting. Brother Danny would tell the testimony. Maybe some of you heard it. Sleep on the pew there, just right there in the middle, you know. It was, would just totally go against it. Totally just against it, against it, against it, against it. Tried to keep his children out of it. Tried to do everything he could. So they, they asked this question, what shall we do? His answer, hold your stand. Absolutely. Show your colors. That's it. Don't give in to them. No, sir. I don't say don't go among them and fellowship or something like that as long as you can have fellowship. But when they come to changing the dot, a dove can't eat with a buzzard. Hallelujah. Brother Danny's testimony is that come down to a showdown. Come down to a place where there was a baptism taking place. And, 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 and sister, his, his mother wanted to go. And so she said, I'm going to go. And he said, well, you can't take the children. And I believe it's a story. May not have it all right, but this is the concept of it. or the I'm, I'm just paraphrasing, all right? Just give me a moment. And here, here it is. He said, well, if you, don't, if you go to that baptism, I'm leaving you. And I'm taking the children. She had a crossroads. This is her moment. Am I going to stand and show my colors, or am I going to move off just a little bit? The devil will bring you to that point. Am I going to get amongst other young men, young men? Things start being passed around. Am I going to look at that, or am I going to delve in that, or or am I going to stand? And am I going to show my real colors, who I really am? So she said, I'm going anyway, and she went to the baptism. If I understand right, he came to that, he came to that same baptism and gave his heart to the Lord because she made her stand. Amen. I'm afraid parents sometimes that's our problem with our children because we're too wishy-washy. 
compromising here. And more if I, I don't want to hurt her feelings, she might do this. Won't you stand with God? She might respect you. You're professing to believe something. Why don't you stand for it? Amen. And say, this is the truth. And I, I can't do nothing else, honey, but this is the truth. It's time that we show our real colors and who we are. That we're not just a wishy-washy people and up and down, this, up and that. But we're sons and daughters of the king. And you have been purposed for this moment. You have been brought to this moment, Esther. And it's your time to take your stand. Isaiah 14 and verse 24 says, The Lord of hosts has sworn, saying, Surely as I have thought, so shall it come to pass. How many was a thought in the mind of God before the foundation of the world? That's why you're here today. And you have come to pass here in the Laodicea. And as I have purposed, so shall it stand. God has placed you here for a purpose. It isn't the will of man, it's the will of God. It isn't your will, it's the will of God. God placed you here because he wanted you here. He knew exactly what you would face. He knew the trials that you would come. And he also knew, in spite of it all, you will stand. In spite of all the devil can throw against young people, they will stand. In spite of all of Laodicea can launch out and try to destroy homes of families of Christians, they will stand. Because God purposed it to be so. Bring this down. Brother Branham, bear with me for a moment. I'll read this. So I wonder now if you'd want to make another step towards God. If you'd like to stand up and say, I'm not ashamed. Though I belong to church, maybe I'm this, that, Methodist, Baptist, Pentecostal, whatever you may be, I'm not ashamed. I realize I've trusted a whole lot in what I know, but I've never got to the place where I fully believe the full gospel to make it work in my life. I've seen things. I believe there are promises. I want to believe. He's told me if I did believe it, this would work. There's something wrong with me. It don't work. I've tried to make it work, but it don't do it. And I, I, I want to stand. I want the world to know. I want the people here to know that I'm sincere. I want it in my life. I want to be a true witness for Christ with the full gospel manifesting itself right in my life. He said, will you stand to your feet and say, I want to be a witness. I'm seeking God. That's right. See, Jesus said, if you're ashamed of me before men, I'll be ashamed before the Father. And he says, as these people, these Pentecostal, Methodist, Beth, Baptist, or message believers, whatever, until you know positive that you're standing in the presence of God, a redeemed son and daughter of God, and the signs and wonders, not make-believe, but Jesus. Genuine article of God, the Holy Spirit burns within you, and what you say to this mountain, it moves. Do you believe that? It doesn't. Now is your time. He said, if it doesn't, now is your time. How do you know that? You say, well, have I stood before? Well, if you're really hungry for God, you'll keep on standing till it comes. 
Hallelujah. There's no end to it. You'll be persistent like the Seraphonician woman. She couldn't take no no more. Ah, she wanted it. Are you willing to want it that bad? Are you willing to stand for it? I want it. I want it, God. I want it in my life. I want it my children. I want to change. I lived a so-and-so life. I lived hopeful. I've lived something, but I want it. If those apostles could hit the mark, so can you hit the mark. If those apostles could be filled with the Holy Ghost, so can you be filled with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. If those apostles could raise the dead, so can you raise the dead. If those apostles can stand and touch a lame person and he leaves and begin to walk, so can you. Hallelujah. I'm standing for it. I'm going to hit the mark. I'm going to hit the target. I'm going to press with everything within me. Hallelujah. That's what I say. If it worked for the apostles, it works now. If it happened once, it'll happen again. Hallelujah. If he ever was God, he's still God. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Glory to God. Oh, let the people rejoice. We're standing upon the promises. We're not standing upon the promise of a seventh grade educated Kentuckian preacher. We're standing on the promise of the mighty angel of God. Hallelujah. You say, I wish I could have stood. If you ever intended to make a stand, let this be the meeting. Let this be the time you make a stand. If you ever, oh God, if you really feel secure by Christ, you feel you got the Holy Spirit, the blood of Christ is upon you, all the signs and promises at your command, and you see them manifested and working in your life, and you know they're true. If you sit there like that and you believe, I'll take your word for it. That's up to you. That's up to you. But if you believe that and know these signs and wonders that Jesus the vindication of the Messiah speaks to you. If it isn't there, you should be on your feet. That's right. You should be on your feet, standing upon the promises of God. Now in your own way. He said, I know it's customary for some to stand, others to kneel, but in your own way. I don't care what it is. Say, Lord, let me, don't say, Lord, let me do this, let me do that. Just say, Lord, Fill me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. A fresh anointing. Pour out upon my life. You promised it. He promised it. It's got to happen. It's impossible for it not to happen. He's trying to press into your heart. Don't just open up a little bit and say, come inside and stand here, but don't fool with my private life. He wants all of you. He wants every compartment of your heart. He wants your private life. He wants all of your life. He wants to be your Lord. He wants to own you. Hallelujah. Oh, my. If you are, he's wanting you to come. Are you willing to let him be the Lord? Now is the hour for you to receive it. Now is the moment for you to receive. It's up to you. If you believe with all your heart, it'll be settled from now on. This will be a memorial night. This will be a time that the devil don't have no control over you no longer. Hallelujah. 
keep standing there. Lord, I'm standing on my feet. Until you give me the promise, I'll never move until you fulfill it. Hallelujah, that's how things are going to happen. Why can I stand and say it to the world? Has this word ever failed? Has this word ever failed? Amen. So his promise is unto you and your children. Lord, I'm standing here and I'm going to accept it. He said, I don't speak my words. I speak his words. That's the reason they're always right. Hallelujah. That's the reason. Show me one time it's ever failed. He says, now just keep your hands up. Keep your praying. Keep praying. Keep your heart filled. Say, Lord, I believe. Fill me. Fill me. Save me. Touch my children. Move God. Spirit of the living God, fall fresh on me. Oh, I'm standing right here, Lord. I'm on your hands. I'm not moving. Stand there. I'm going to stand like a statue. I'm going to stand here until you do something. I want something to happen to me. And you promised it, and I'm here to receive it. And if it worked for others, it's got to work for me. I'm here to receive it. I'm not going to sit down until it comes. Hallelujah. That's right. Stay right with it. Keep praying. If you really mean it, keep praying. Stay right there with God. I'm here, Lord. I'm not moving from it. I'm going to believe you. You promised I'm not going on my feelings. I'm not going on my imagination. I want the real Holy Spirit to fall upon my life. Give me a feeling. Give me a feeling. Give me a refilling of the Holy Ghost. Don't stop. Keep praying. Keep pressing. We're supposed to be listening for the voice of God. Keep listening. He promised it. He'll do it. Hallelujah. Oh, my. Don't be afraid to turn loose, he says. You might be scared of something. There's something wrong. God don't make a promise and back out on it. It's the truth. If you want it, it's up to you. It's your death. It's your burial. It's your resurrection. There's the word. So help me the Holy Spirit is here. So help me Jesus Christ is walking among us. Have I ever told you anything wrong? He's here. The light is circling around the building. Back and forth. There you go. Struck a little lady over there. Struck another one there. Glory. Struck one there. He's going to come over there. Well, he's the way, the truth, and the life. Accept it while he's falling on others. Do not pass me my. It's going around and around and around. The Holy Spirit is here. I'm telling you the truth. Stay right with it. Stay right there. You haven't been standing there for five minutes yet. Stand right there. You promised it, God. I'm here to receive it. Reach out and grab it. It's my Lord. It's my promise. I believe it. Keep believing. Keep believing. Keep believing. Hallelujah. You said you believe me. The Holy Spirit just keeps moving all over the body. Somebody's opening up. He's hunting somebody that'll accept the word of God. Let me be that somebody. He's hunting somebody that'll say it's nothing but the truth. He's hunting somebody that says it's my promise. It belongs to me. God, I accept it. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Praise God. Lord, I'm going to stay right here. 
I don't care if it's the morning. I'll be standing right here praising you. I know you're going to send it because you promised it. And I'm going to stay right here. I'll stand like a weather vane. I'll do whatever you want to me. I want you. How many wants him tonight? Why don't you receive him while he's moving among you? Daddy's receiving refilling. Mama's receiving refilling. Amen. Receive it. You need healing? Receive it right now. You need deliverance? He's here. Receive it right now. You need deliverance from that anxiety spirit? He's here right now. High blood pressure? Amen. Numbers don't mean nothing to God. Amen. The only thing that means something to God, if you say, Lord, I'm standing here on a promise and I'm not moving. Stand there for Hold firm to the promises that have been given you. Surrender your all. Surrender your prestige. Surrender everything you have. And he will come in and fill you. He'll come in and move. He's already struck this building. And he's here waiting to strike you. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Let's just praise him for a moment. Let's worship God with all of our heart. Let's magnify the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, there's none like him. Hallelujah. Don't be afraid. Don't pull back. Don't surrender your promises. Don't be afraid of fanaticism. If the devil is acting, you'll know it. But don't worry about it. You surrender yourself to the movement of the Holy Ghost. How many tonight will say, I surrender, Lord? I surrender to the Holy Ghost. I surrender to your word. I surrender to your promises. I surrender to everything you have. Blessed be the name of God. Hallelujah. Is there someone here to surrender? Oh, yes. Watch ye stand fast in the faith. He was saying, Corinthians, quit ye like men. Be strong. Be strong. This word didn't come with enticing words of man's wisdom. Amen. It come in demonstration of yeah. spirit and power. That your faith don't stand in the wisdom of man. It stands in the power Amen. of God. Yes, Hallelujah. Musicians come. Oh, yes. Bless your mighty name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'll just speak to him. If you'd like to speak to him right now is the time. Hallelujah. Right now will be the time to knock on the door. Right now will be the time to say, God, it's me. Oh, yes. You know how to talk to your Lord. You just speak to him. This is his word. This ain't mine. Say, God, confirm your word to me, Lord. Confirm it in my heart and in my life. Some young people have been wishy-washy. Now's the time to take a stand. Lord, help me stand. Help me stand, Lord. Satan's coming in on every hand. Stand. Satan's moving in on every side. Stand. Satan's coming against your healing. Stand. Satan's coming against your conviction. Stand. Satan's coming against your very home. Stand. Stand. And when you've done all to stand, stand. Keep on standing. God, I'm not moving from my promise. 
You promised me my children. You promised me my wife. You promised me my home. I'm not moving. I'm holding on. Jesus. Lord Jesus. Lord, you just bless your people tonight, Lord. Standing on the promises of God. Standing for truth. What a church. What a people. Standing for truth, Lord, in this hour. Walking in school hallways, standing for truth. Lord, walking in jobs and situations, standing for truth. Lord, walking in a grocery store, standing for truth. Walking in their homes, standing for truth. Standing for righteousness. Standing for you, Lord. Jesus, we love you, Father. We praise you, Almighty God. Thank you for walking among us, Lord. Thank you for touching hearts tonight, Father. Thank you for confirming your promises, Lord. They are yea and amen. Your word is yea and amen. And we stand upon an unfailing word of promise. You said it, and I believe it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Let's just worship you. Sad. 